Hi everyone, welcome back to the Groupie Diaries. I'm Jazz with a Z. Jazz with an S. And I'm Laurel. So guys, what's going on? You guys had a, a, an extravagant week this week, it seems. We sure did. Well, for starters, Laurel and I went to a show this weekend. That's so fun. What show did you guys go to? We went and we saw Joe P. Um, he's pretty good. He's like a little local indie singer-songwriter. He's not little or local at all. Oh he's God, very much a nationwide good. act. But <laughs> he was doing a free show at Low Dive in Asbury. And the whole week like leading up to it, we were like, I was like, I know Low Dive is a bar. So I was like, it's got to be 21+. plus. So we, ca- I called, like, right when he announced it, and I was like, hey, are you guys 21 plus? And they were like, yes, but only late at night. And I was like, okay, like, can you give me an idea of What's what late, late at night is? Because the show is at nine. I was like, okay, what is late at night? And they were like, uh, I don't know, like, maybe, like, after 10. And I was like, that doesn't really maybe. help me, but okay. Maybe. Okay. So then I had Jazz call again, and they said that the Joe P show was not, like, late at night. And so then day of, Jazz DM'd Joe P and said, is your show all ages? And he said, yes, it is. So we went to Lodive, and it was packed in there. Like, packed. Like, like a can of sardines. <laughs> and so, But, like, at Lodive, they have, like, a... It's like a garage door that opens and it goes out onto the boardwalk in Asbury. So it's like an outdoor indoor type venue. And their bar is like small. They don't have a lot of seats at their bar. And somehow we managed to get one seat. And our bartender was super, super sweet. He was like helping us all night. And when I went over and sat down, I had the best drink ever. I texted you about this jazz, the blood orange mule. That sounds so good. I've been it like truly tearing up mules so these days and mojitos. Oh my god, that's like my mules those are my are two my drinks favorite. right now. A mule is my favorite drink, and this was the best mule I've ever had. Yeah, that sounds like a really good combination. It truly was amazing, but that's besides the point. So I ordered that, and he was like, "Yeah, for sure," and gave it to me. I didn't have my ID out on the table or anything, and he never ID'd me, and he didn't ID Jazz either. And then as we're watching, like, he's IDing everyone, asking people for Uh-oh. two forms of ID. He kicked mm-hmm. three people out because they didn't have a picture of their passport to back up their ID. And there was even, like, there was this girl who was, like, upset. She was, like, she was, like, this is my ID. Like, I'm, like, she was, like, 28, 29, something like that. Like, she was older, like, in her 20s. And she was like, this is my ID. Like, I come here all the time. Like, I, like, and he's like, I'm sorry. And then this old guy, like, this guy was probably, like, in his 70s. And he was like, they had to ID us, too. Like, it's their new policy. They have to ID every single person. Yeah. And even our bartender was like, I have the right to ID anyone who comes up to my bar. And he was like, but, like, he was so nice to us. He, mm-hmm. I don't, can I say that he didn't charge me for my drinks? Yeah, who's going to check him? they're not gonna be like oh my god well i don't know it's really nice i don't want to get him in trouble you know you don't what's what's his name i don't know but there were only two (laughs) fucking people working there jazz and one was a woman i don't think the low dive management is listening well he didn't like charge me for my drinks that's nice 
It was, and it was also really happy. funny when he went to tell Laurel that he wasn't sure if her like check was correct. He like wildly misspoke. Yeah. And so it sounded like he was like screaming at her, but he wasn't. He was like, he was like, if one of your drinks isn't on there, that's on you. Like you have to tell me, like that's your fault. And he was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> he was like, no, no if my drinks are not on there, I'm not gonna tell you because I'm not gonna pay for no, it. No, he was like, he was like, that's not what I meant to say. I meant to say, if your drinks aren't on there, that's my fault. <laughs> oh, okay. He was. <laughs> he was trying to like. He was trying to let me know like that the ch- mistakes on the check were on purpose. Oh, okay. He was covering and his bases. So I had three drinks. I had the blood orange mule and I had two Coronas. And my bill was $14. Wow. That sounds like a night out. I tipped 20. I tipped 20 in cash. But so then no, but no. that's not where the day ended. Where the night ends? Okay. So, no, that's not where it ends. Because while we were there... There were so many people there that the fire alarm started going off. Really? So then the whole fire That's a lot of people. The whole fire department came. And there was no manager on duty. It was just like our two bartenders and the fire marshal came and was like, "Where is the manager?" and they were like, "Good question." And basically the fire marshal came and was trying to get everyone to leave cuz it was so over capacity and was like screaming at everyone that they had to leave. And so, like, half of the venue had to go out onto, like, the boardwalk. Oh, wow. And the yeah. show was delayed, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. Is it not illegal to not have a manager on duty? I have no idea. It seems pretty illegal, especially if the fire marshal shows up. I would be worried about my job after that. Yeah, I but, like, they said, like, the manager was there. They just had no clue where he was. Because, like, the thing is, you could not move in there. Like, you couldn't get anywhere. So they were, like, trapped behind the bar. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah no, that's way crazy. too many people. That's a fat fine. Yeah, it was... A fat fine. But I think they really underestimated, like, how popular Joe P was. Probably. Because it was a free show, and there was nobody, like, taking numbers or, like, counting. No one was counting? Mm -mm. Yeah, the back entrance was not watched, like, at all. Yeah, because it was just coming off the boardwalk. Damn. They just said, let's go with vibes. The show was really fun and good, though. And everyone can watch my Get Ready With Me. On our TikTok, the Groupie Diaries. That was our, that was our fun little weekend. I feel like something else happened. That's too. a fun little weekend. I've just been at the bar all week. Yeah. I cut my hair. Just cut her hair. It wasn't a plan. It's cute. I love it. I think it looks so good. Thank you. I texted the both of you, and it was a test. If the both of you said that it was a good idea, I was doing it. Yeah, no, I liked it. I like it a lot. I think it's so cute and fun and girly. Me too. It is fun. Alright, should that be it for the intro? Yeah. Should we move on? Okay, so today we're talking about how we plan to go on tours and what we do to prepare for tours, how we budget, what we do for work. 
It's a lot. It's not for the faint of heart. But realistically, I just want everyone to listen to this. Or we just want everyone to listen to this and be like, this is something that I can do. Because we get asked all the time, how do you afford it? How do you do it? We just do it. Like, we just work and we just do it. And yes, tears, blood, and sweat do go into it. But it, it, it can be done. So we'll talk about budgeting first and the spreadsheet or should we wait for the spreadsheet i feel like we I should the spreadsheet because the spreadsheet tells us how much we need to have so spreadsheet first mm-hmm. okay i feel like we should say how much money we make first well how much money we make depends on what we need to buy because i was working seven days a week before we went on tour that's not that's not a normal week for me. Okay. My my normal week stays the same all the time. So So yeah, we can talk mm-hmm. about the spreadsheet first then. All right, Jess. Okay, this is my this is my area. I love my little spreadsheet. Um so let me share my screen. I have the little spreadsheet this up. Spreadsheet, this spreadsheet is like a lifesaver because half the time we don't know where we're going and we can just open this spreadsheet. We use this spreadsheet through the whole tour to see where we're going next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't know where we are and what we're doing. Yeah. Just pop it open. But yeah, so basically we should intro- introduce the spreadsheet as as soon as a tour is announced, Jazz this is active. This spreadsheet is being, I, if I go back in here, it'll probably say that the first edit was the day that, like, the, the tour, tour was announced. It was. I, I remember. Because the tour was announced in the morning and Jazz, we did not hear from Jazz until the next day. Literally, so look this, at all these edits. This spreadsheet is for the fall tour. On the summer tour, we also had a spreadsheet, but it was not as complex as this. It was kind of just to tell us. It wasn't even really a spreadsheet. It was a Google Doc. That just said, this yeah. is where we're going, and this is the hotel we're staying at, and this is how much we spent. Like, it was not as complex as this, but this spreadsheet is for the whole Rex fall tour. So that's just, yeah. like, what we're going off of for this example purposes. No, Jaws. So get into it. Tell us what tell us so, what you do. So I don't even think you two fully understand my methods sometimes. Because you'll just, I'll just be, you guys pretty much just look at the accommodation thing and just go, okay, solid. She just tells me the number. What's my number? That's it. Yeah, you guys pretty much go through the D column and the F column. But I have to put all the thought into the A, B, C, E, G, H, I, J. There's even a K column, but it's cut off. Um, So pretty much when I go in here, I think it might actually also be in here. I put down as much information as I can about um, about the show. So I have like the show date, I have the city, I have the venue, as you can see here, I have the venue capacity, which is helpful for when you're trying to purchase tickets in like order, because you don't want to purchase a ticket to a 1500 cap before you purchase tickets to a 200 cap. And in our other, there was another spreadsheet we had, I think that might have been on the summer tour where I wrote down um, where all the tickets were, because you lose track. You'll be sitting there in the venue going, okay, I have to use um, Ticketmaster tonight. Tomorrow you got to use Access and the night before you were using C tickets. That's a question we ask every day. What's the ticket on? So this is like really, really in-depth. Everything you could ever possibly need to know. I also color-code it. You're muted, Laurel. My bad. 
<laughs> Another question we ask every day that we should include on our next spreadsheet. What time are doors? Yeah. And I doors? I that question 450 times a day. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and because sometimes it sucks when you go to a show where doors are at like 7 or like there was that one venue where doors were at 8. And that the next- was my nightmare. And then the next day, the doors are at five thirty. Like five. If the doors are the doors need to be at six or seven, and that's it. Five thirty is crazy for doors. Yeah, people are probably confused. If you get you guys may be asking, what are doors? Doors are when a venue lets the line in, like when people can start going into the venue. So it's normally an hour before the opening act goes on. So that's when we say we went at doors. That's what doors is. Oh my gosh, I was just going to tell a story of a Doors incident from the summer tour, and I just realized it was a year ago today, when Doors were at seven, mm-hmm. we automatically assumed that show was at eight. Show was at 7.30. Oh my god. Yeah. 7.30? At 7pm, we were in the Burger King drive-thru, I want you to know that. No, I'm sure you were. At why, 7:30, why the show be at 7:30. We were, we were parking at 7:30. Yeah. And then we we walk up and we hear Moth was playing and we were like, "Oh, maybe they're sound checking." And the person in front of us was like, "No, the show started." We were like, "What do you mean the show started?" And they were like, "The show started at 7:30." Yeah. yeah. And we're like, "All right. The earlier I get to go to bed, that's fine." Mhm. Um but yeah, so I also color code this. Obviously, this color coding is not up to date, naturally, but our red dates, so we see on here only the third row and the eighth row are, like, red. These were two shows that we were absolutely not going to. At points, other shows were red. I know at a point, Boulder was red. Like, these are the shows that we're, like, we're not going to these shows. Um... And we, we planned well, it out, so... no. On the summer tour, we started out going to 10 shows, and I ended up going to 20. 20. So, like, 20. We'll, talk, we'll talk about that more. Next week, we're doing our whole episode on the summer tour, and we're having a guest, so Allie. Who's our first guest. I'm so excited to have Allie. Me too. And we'll talk I just about get to how... Like, yeah, that's true, you do. But we'll talk about how we decided to add shows and, like, get to them like i know for the fall tour in boulder we were not going to be able to go to boulder because we couldn't figure out how to get from colorado springs to boulder but we ended up getting a really good deal on a rental car which then turned into a whole other debacle that we'll get into at a later time but we ended up making it to a boulder show (laughs) but yeah everything is always planned out like even the nights we were like oh my god we have to sleep in the car tonight that was planned um so like even how here like it says like in our accommodations if it's in pink that means we're actually staying in someone's house that we know that means we don't have to pay for something we don't have to pay yeah we get to Um, save money that night lucky for me i know people everywhere (laughs) very true as you can see, it says Laurel's aunt, Laurel's parents' friend, Laurel's cousin. <laughs> Ninety, um, like ninety-five percent sure, but I still gotta double check. 
<laughs> I wrote that down before I even asked her. I knew it would be fine, but I had to make sure. <laughs> and then, um, and then our yellow ones, those are ones that we have booked ahead of time that are not paid for. So, but I already know looking at this that this was updated because I know we didn't ever we didn't actually end up staying anywhere in Detroit. We ended up cutting that. Yeah. And I think that was the only one out of like these like first like 18 shows. Oh my yeah. god, this is this 18 shows, Jesus. When we started like when we started getting closer to the tour and seeing how much money we had in our bank accounts, we started cutting some shit. We said, you know what? We actually don't need to make it to Detroit. <laughs> we actually can stay up all night long. And that's what and we, we did. did. We, we did jazz. We went to Detroit, went to the show, and then we drove from Detroit and we got right over the border in Ohio and we slept in our car at the Ohio Welcome Center. And we, it was like a really nice welcome center and there were cops like all in the parking lot. So we just parked under a streetlight next to a cop and slept in there. Mm-hmm. And that's when we got the best advice best advice of our life in Detroit was to not call ahead to just show up at the hotel if you're early because 95% of the time they'll say yes and of those of that 95% of the time they 95% of the time they won't charge you oh for early check-in in in Cleveland we went to our we went to our hotel our check-in was at 4 p.m we went there at 7 a.m and said hey any chance and they said yeah whatever and literally when we went there we're like they were like our last manager just left and our next manager doesn't get here for an hour so if you were an hour earlier an hour later we would have had to charge you but since you were just here right at the perfect time like you're fine good for you guys that's fun the woman at the desk was so funny she was like you know what if my manager was here i would have to charge you but she's not here and i don't give a fuck (laughs) that was and that was a a really interesting hotel good for her and our hotel room was great. We had a kitchenette in our room. Not that you guys were cooking. But we yes, were at we the time. were, because we were there for three days. Oh, were you? Mm-hmm. Fun. We had off days. Um, and then Yeah, so like that's explains that color coding. And then our green color coding in accommodation means we paid for it ahead of time. So, like, we really wanted to stay in the venue hotel in Vegas. So, but the only way we could do that was by paying ahead of time. They didn't have, like, a pay later function. And that was even great when we had to check in early because, remember, we got there at, like, 9.30 in the morning. And they were like, oh, you're paid for, so you can go. That was great. Yeah. We we did not pay thirty four oh one for that hotel in Vegas. This is This is the after this was how much we had to pay when we got to the hotel we still had to pay the deposit of 102 oh. <laughs> i was like oh no, no this is an updated number these are updated numbers we had to put down a 200 dollars deposit i was like we definitely spent a lot more money than that no it was a lot more it was like it was like 120 per person but this is the deposit without the deposit because i didn't want to put that in there and then every like but yeah and then i also have like the one thing that really helps me when I'm actually booking the hotels, because I do all the hotel booking, 
is sometimes it's really hard to look at a hotel price and figure out if it's good or not because you're staying there for like like in Cleveland we were staying somewhere for three days it's really hard to compare that number to like a number for like the Fellows Creek Lodge in Detroit where you're only there for one night so I broke it down night by night per person to see how much we were actually spending to stay within an even price point and that helps so much more with finding hotels because like when you look at a hotel like you know in here how it says that the Comfort Inn in Chapel Hill was $207 that's a lot more than the Fellows Creek Lodge in Detroit but then when you break it down the Chapel Hill Hotel ended up actually being $6 cheaper than the Fellows Creek Lodge. And also, for, like, for the first 15 shows on here, Jazz wasn't with us, so the prices for us were higher because we were splitting it two ways instead of three ways. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah, that's pretty much what we do. Like, this is, this is like, the main spreadsheet. Like, anything we could ever possibly need is in this one, except flight information, which I keep in a lovely separate tab. There's, like, six different things going on here. Don't look at that. This, however, in our top left box, this is a breakdown of every single flight that we had to, t- or we ended up going with the no Birmingham plan. That's specifically what that plan was called. No Birmingham. The third sheet, the shows sheet that is with Birmingham. Um, I like that we ended up with two separate plans for that. But anyway, so this has all of our. Know what we're going to end up doing. No, literally. So you need to have a plan. We ended up not going to Birmingham. And, but we had a plan. If we ended up in Birmingham, we didn't cancel our hotel for that to like three days in advance. Thank so. God we didn't go to Birmingham. <laughs> wow. Thank God. Like, we, get shot we, wanted that, to, we wanted to go to that Birmingham show, but we just couldn't figure it out. Like, all the flights were too expensive, or they wouldn't get us to our next destination on time or anything. But So we ended up paying $725 for all our flights, which honestly is not that expensive. We took six flights. And mm-hmm. to find our flights, we usually use, like, hopper or we use google flights and one thing about us is if we have to drive further to get to an airport and it's a 150 dollar difference we're gonna do that yeah you guys have like, to be we- able to risk things like you can't you have to be able to move things around and well, be you can, see it. you can see it right in here how we laurel and i flew denver to um louisville it ended up being $99. Look in the other one that says if we flew from Colorado Springs, which is where we were, it would have been 365 Yeah. yeah. Like, you gotta like, search. We just it takes a lot to find the flights. Yeah. The flights, like, Hopper, Google Flights, and Expedia are your best friend. Like, if you're planning on going on a tour, you need to make an Expedia account because that's what we use. And we have the highest level of VIP on Expedia from how many bookings we've had. And we get yeah, points for that. Yeah, use the same account. And we get we get discounts and also if you're on tour you're gonna need AAA for your car just in case and AAA gives hotel discounts as well they do and more to that make sure you're using the same account yes like everyone should be booking everything on one account exactly if you're going with multiple people everything we do that we need a hotel we go through Expedia every single I text Jazz I'm like look at this hotel for me you didn't Jazz, when you weren't there on the summer tour with 
me and Jazz in California and Phoenix, we still booked our hotels off your Expedia account. Mm-hmm. Like that has been the Expedia account we have used from day one because that's what we use to go to Seattle. That's our yeah. hack. That's like our major hack. Yeah. And the those, discounts the, go crazy. To me, the number one perk that we get out of that, obviously it really does depend on the circumstances because sometimes it's been absolutely fantastic when we need it. And other times you're sitting in a Burger King parking lot at two in the morning yelling at the phone about a woman being like oh you're seeing famous hollywood rock stars is that since we are the highest tier <laughs> hollywood famous the rock stars the wrecks are allegedly famous hollywood rock stars but we get our own designated like agent to help us with everything like if i call and there's a yeah. hundred people in line ahead of me. Since I use Expedia so much, I'm like a gold level member for like the next like two years because of how much we travel. Um, my call immediately gets like first in line. And if there's other gold members in front of me, if I have a higher status than they are, like if I have more points than they do, they will put me ahead of those people. And 99.999% of the time, I am the next caller. I don't think there's ever been a time where I'm not. Yeah. Which is the most helpful thing ever because you can't sit there on a wait for two hours to speak to an agent at two in the morning and a good thing too with triple a is kind of the same thing they're really responsive i know one of our hotels from the summer tour we booked through triple a and like ended up having to leave that hotel and there was a whole circumstance around that that we'll get into in the next episode but i just sent an email to triple a and they refunded me within two days the entire amount without even really asking questions it's yes. it's so great like getting like obviously this we did not have that luxury before like it was like we I think we finally got upgraded in like like I think it was like one of like the Baltimore hotels I think the Baltimore hotel was like what set us over the edge you have so, to like work up to it but like mm-hmm. it's so worth it because it's worth on the it. summer tour like we were roughing it and on the fall tour we got better perks better stays better stuff like and on the next tour we'll like get even better stuff i can't even wait to see what we get like the next tour we're gonna be staying at places for 20 days for free at this point like <laughs> they're like oh you want to stay here let me pay you to stay here well that no. was like our tucson hotel we each or we didn't even we each didn't even pay anything our tucson hotel was completely free yeah oh yeah it was see it was, guys it was completely free active on expedia expedia is so good this is not even sponsored and you this can is not be. expedia call us Expedia College, we're your number one shooters. I tell everyone about Expedia. And also, our rental car that we got in, that we got the really good deal on in Colorado, Expedia. Yeah, I just went on my Expedia app to, like, see if there was, like, anything new there. I've been a gold level. How long have I been a gold level? Literally since Baltimore. Mm -hmm. I'm now a platinum. Yeah. like Wait, that's higher than gold is it not that's higher than gold that's like the highest level member you can that's get the highest tier. platinum expedia members and we even booked one of our flights on expedia too we found a great mm-hmm. price like even so, we found a great price our flight for something was like 81 dollars on google flights but 78 dollars on expedia and obviously uh-huh. that's not that big of a difference but every penny when you're on tour it is every dollar Ooh, every flight our flight from Vegas to Colorado Springs was $32 on Expedia. Yeah. That's so was true. it on Frontier Airlines, and did we have to pack 
a week's worth of clothes into a tote bag, yes. <laughs> you did struggle just a tiny bit, but but it was it was worth cheap. It. Yeah, like I would do that all again. I would put all my belongings in a small ass backpack again for a week. Like my thing is, if I need something, I can just buy it. Yeah. Like, I work that into my budget that if I don't have something, like, because you obviously can't take, like, liquids and stuff on planes. If I need to go buy a large bottle of shampoo, it's $4. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because that's in my budget. Because I know that there's going to be things I need on tour that I don't have. That's another thing, too. Like, you have to be willing to drive far after a show. Like, some of our drives, we drove four hours after a show. Like, you have to get the Red Bull, find someone, designate someone who's going to be awake and sober to drive there. And two people need to stay awake, but one person needs to be more awake than the other. And, like, you just have to be willing to do that because why am I going to pay 50 extra dollars to stay in a hotel in Wisconsin when I know my aunt's house is two and a half hours away? Yeah, like, and, and, we, and the next show after that was, was on the their summer show in was their show in Bloomington, which we were already planning on staying at her aunt's house for. So it's like, yeah. we're why are we gonna go from her aunt's house to a hotel back to her aunt's house? Yeah, no, just and also like on the summer away. tour, on the summer tour, I know we stayed in a lot of hotels that were like thirty minutes from the venue because everything around the venue was like five hundred dollars like even when we just went to san francisco like when we went to bottle rock we stayed 40 minutes away from the festival because everything in napa was five hundred dollars and in wherever we were it was a hundred dollars like exactly you have to branch out you have to be willing to i mean unless your pockets are deep like you can say Mm -hmm. where the show is most of the time we are staying close to the venue but if it's 20 minutes away and it's $100 cheaper, go there. Because a lot of the time, these shows, especially if you guys are going to see bigger artists or even, I mean, even just for the tours that we go on, they're in, like, downtowns, they're in a college town. So everything around you is going to be expensive. Yeah. You've got and to also look outside the little square mile where the venue is. More to that point is the flip side there are some cities where we're like we can go the extra like if we're like okay the nearest affordable hotel is 20 minutes away but if we go an extra 30 minutes away like or not not an extra 30 minutes but like we end up going 30 minutes away instead then the next night like and that saves like a hundred dollars the next night we can do 20 extra dollars and we stay right across the street from the venue yeah and we don't have to worry about anything and especially in cities where it's like okay we need to be close to the venue we shouldn't be just driving around in the middle of the night in this specific city a big thing too that we check a lot is if our hotel offers free parking Mm -hmm. free parking is the most important thing because a lot of these hotels will have parking that's valet only and if you go to a hotel like that you're fucked because it's fifty dollars. I we stayed in a hotel that had valet only parking in Albany, and it was fifty dollars, and that was just like fucked up. That was a waste of money, a waste of time. Like I would have rather parked my car somewhere on the street. Yeah. And then with some of the valet things, it's fifty dollars, and it's no reentry. 
Like, luckily, I don't remember what exactly the Albany policy was, but luckily with that one specifically, we were staying right across the street. It was no re-entry on that one. So that was the one good thing was it was like, okay, like, even though, like, it's no re-entry, it's not like now we have to, like, worry about paying for an Uber. Like, I remember because at that valet, I left my glasses in my car and I had to get the keys from the valet to go to my car and get my glasses and they gave me a hard time about it they were like you know you can't like re-enter there's no in and out privileges i was like bro i just need my glasses and my lip gloss like can you fuck off like, you can walk me to my car you can grab mm-hmm. the glasses if you want oh, but and he sure did he sure did like go get them <laughs> mr valet yeah but yeah that's definitely like the one thing and then also like i feel like the one good thing about the fact that like we all like our friends that really helps us when we're on these long drives is you just have to be down to like entertain yourself and that is like the one way you'll get through like the after the shows like I remember there was one time it was after a show we were driving we didn't get back to Laurel's grandma's house till like five in the morning after a show and that whole time Laurel and I were just screaming yeah nothing in specific (laughs) I want you guys to know that one time after a show Jazz and I were in the car together this was going to my grandma's house. It I don't know if it's the same drive you're talking about, but it was a late drive back to my grandma's house, and it was a four-hour drive. She was sitting next to me. We were in dead silence. <laughs> this is a different drive. I was just driving. I was just driving. We were in dead silence. And all of a sudden, she just <laughs> says, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and I was like, what? She hallucinated <laughs> the entire conversation that we had. I did hallucinate a conversation once. That's how tired I she was, that she I was sitting next laid, to me, hallucinating, having a conversation with I literally hallucinated that she showed me a picture of someone, and was like, oh my god, like, blah, blah, like, and I was like, yeah, I know, right? And the second I said it out loud, I realized I was hallucinating. That's insane. But no, like, that's, like, the one, like, main thing, is, like, so, you just it, have to be down. You yeah. have to be down to entertain yourself. So, anything else you want to talk about on the spreadsheet, or do you want to get into, like, other budgeting stuff? Let's get into other budgeting stuff. Okay. So, I definitely want to talk about how I budget for, because the car we drive around is my car, Petunia Queen, for most of the time. We sometimes drive your car, Jazz, when we're on the West Coast, but for a majority of tours, yeah, for a majority of the tour, we drive Petunia. Um... So the first thing that I do when I'm budgeting, if I know there's a tour coming up, I see, like, I'm gone for two months, and I'm gone for two car payments. So the first thing I do is I put three car payments in a separate bank account. So I know my car payment is getting paid on time and in full, no matter what, and I don't touch that money. Three car payments, because I also know when I get back, if it's at the end of a month, I'm not going to have the money to pay for my next car payment. So I put away three car payments immediately. That's that's important. Like if you pay yeah, bills, if you have bills that tour. need to be paid, like if you pay rent, luckily for all three Hold of on, us. Hold on, Laurel, you're gone. Okay. Is Laurel on your screen, John? No, she's not on my screen, but it says the recording's fine. Okay. Because I can't see her. Jazz has not been um, on my screen for minutes i'm gonna be honest okay we'll just keep going oh yeah continues 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, no, I feel I did the same thing for the fall tour. I just did all my car payments and my insurance before mm-hmm. we left because I don't want to think about it. <laughs> like it stresses me. Out. But yeah, so car payments, insurance, anything else that you know has to be paid. Like if you have a phone bill, if you have rent, before you do yeah. any of this, those need to be paid. If those mm-hmm. are not paid. I, I'm just gonna say you're not going. Like, I mean, you could go, but then you're getting evicted. Let me tell you. Car repoed. Because on the summer tour, I didn't do that. I didn't put aside my car payments. And when it started coming up, I was like, oh shit. Like, I need to pay that. And it was just like a hit on my bank account. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely a sad day when you have to pay it. But if you do it early, it's done. And like, luckily think for about us, it. I know everybody, like, everybody listening, everybody's situation is different, obviously, but for us, we're fortunate enough, all three of us don't pay rent. We all live at home, mm-hmm. so that's, oh. like, a big, that's a big reason mama. we're able, it's a big reason we're able to go on tour, because we're not, like, paying rent. Yeah, I'm sure that when we do start paying rent, we'll still be able to figure it out. Yeah, we will. It'll just be an extra week of work. Yeah. One extra you have to start a week earlier, but I mean or two months or two weeks earlier. Or get honestly, a high like <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, you just gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do exactly. it. Exactly. That's the mindset you need to have going into this. That you will do whatever it takes. Well and if you are not down to do whatever it takes and you just you're not going. Yeah. Well even like pre tour, like anxiety about money like I know before I went on tour I was like holy shit like I'm not gonna be able to like breathe but then when I actually got on tour I was like what was I even freaking out about like I have enough you just have to make sacrifices like yeah I would love to go eat real food at a sit-down restaurant right now but like I can't put me in that McDonald's drive-thru it's not the best but like you have to make cuts and sacrifices. And I, I, we say that and we act like we're starving sometimes. But, like, no. Like, you guys can make, like, what we... we Laurel and Jasmine to the grocery store before a tour and bought a bunch of snacks and stuff for the car. That way you're cutting off, like, a meal. Like... Yeah. And, like, at the beginning of tour, when we did that, it was really helpful for us. Obviously, Jazz, you weren't with us on the tour yet. But we bought, like soups that you could microwave like we bought a ton of microwavable stuff that we could make in our hotel room because every hotel room has a microwave and that was a huge help to us because like we weren't going out to eat meals like we were like oh we have soup in the car like we have uh, we we bought a loaf of bread and like peanut butter and stuff and we would just make sandwiches like on the road or at the rest stop and that was a big help I think a big tip I would say this is the one of my biggest money saving tips is go to the store and buy two cases of water because a case of water is like two dollars and a water bottle at 7-eleven is like five yeah just go to the store you're gonna drink water like you are going to be Mm -hmm. drinking that fucking water if you're not drinking at least like three water bottles a day you're gonna die yeah yeah because don't forget you have to stand in a hot ass crowd at the end of every night like and Make sure we you also, stay hydrated. like we went out to nice meals a couple times, but like that was at a point like 
that we were like, yeah, we need to have a real meal. And it was it was more expensive, but at some points it's worth it. Like we built that no, into our budget to know that we could have that. Yeah, I know. And it would be like a consensus. We'd be like, can we please sit down for dinner tonight? Like And like we need to eat. Obviously, like I said before, we're all very fortunate. Like one day my grandma was like, go get a meal on me. Like, and she sent me money and was like, go out to eat so you guys don't die. But like, yeah, obviously- when we got stranded, we were able to do, yeah, get the hotel in New Orleans a day early. Yeah. Because my mom was like, oh, I'll send half of it. And then, you know, so we like, will help. We luckily have, Hopefully. we have really great people. We have really great people that can help us out, and obviously not everyone has that, but it was just really helpful for us to be able to know that we had, like, someone we can count on. Like, like you were saying, we were in Florida, and we were staying at my aunt's house in Florida, and we had to go to New Orleans, and our flight was in two days, but there was a hurricane coming in two days, so we all changed our flights for free because of the hurricane to a day earlier, and... Then we were like, but we can't really afford to stay in a hotel an extra night. So Jazz's mom and my aunt said they would split the cost of a hotel. We did get bed bugs at that hotel, but it was fine. Mm-hmm. The scars like, are fading. I still have the scars. I do still have the scars. I do. They're light, but they were they were purple for a while. But even in regards to eating, like. There's some, like, we knew we were going to New Orleans, so we all made sure we had money to go out in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Like, on on this spreadsheet, we, like, looked, and we're like, okay, this city is where we're going to splurge. Yeah. So, I'm going to cut back my spending on these days. Maybe I'm not going to drink tonight. I don't need a $20 drink tonight. I can save that because when I'm in New Orleans, we had an extra day there because we didn't go to Alabama. So we were able to have fun in New Orleans. Even if you're, if you are drinking at a venue that night, like I know one of the venues we went to in Chapel Hill, they had, I wanted to get a mixed drink and they had, their mixed drinks were like, they were on the cheap side. They were $9, but they had canned PBR for $2. Yeah. I said, let's. Like sometimes you have to make the sacrifice. Like, no, I'm not going to pay $9 for that mixed drink. I'm going to get the $2 can of PBR. Yeah. And like, oh, I I didn't say this, but if you have a car that you're driving for 90% of the tour, you immediately need to put away $100 to get an oil change in the middle of tour. Mm -hmm. Or your car is exploding. Yeah, or it'll burn that oil. On both tours, I put over 10,000 miles on my car. Each. Yeah, really, if you don't have a car, I just don't know how you would do this. You do have to have a car, unfortunately, I feel. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but, like, those flights. If, you, if you're rich and you want to get a rental car for that whole time, more power to you, but you need a car. You need a car. You're not getting anywhere without a car. And also, like, even thinking about this, like, how help having a car helps you so much like even in an instance like after a show where, where we're like oh my god we really want mcdonald's but we're already back at the hotel it's like you can either drive down the block to the mcdonald's and spend 15 dollars, or you can get it on doordash for 65 yeah no and make no mistake about it we did doordash but i wish we didn't 
Mm-hmm. Every yeah, single we time we DoorDash, like, in times that we didn't really need to, like we were just being yeah. lazy. Like one time on the summer tour, me, Jazz, and Allie DoorDashed Taco Bell. We didn't have my car this day, but we DoorDashed Taco Bell, and it was like sixty-five dollars, and it just wasn't even worth it. Yeah. No. All right. What's yeah. next? What are we talking about next? Should we talk about how much like money we make? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now <laughs> we're gonna tell you. We're really gonna get into it about how we afford to do it. We're gonna tell you how much money we make and what our jobs are. I'll I'll go first. I have the same schedule, whether I'm going on tour or not, because I'm always anticipating. Um. So I work. I'm a waitress at like. Where I work, it's, uh, if John hears this, my boss will kill me, but it's kind of like a diner. If he ever heard me say that, he would literally beat me to a pulp. Does he not consider it a diner? No. And if you say that, he's offended. Really? Because it's a yeah. diner? It's a t- it, but like I almost said the name. Believe that out. But like, the thing is, diners in New Jersey are so different from diners everywhere else that, like, it's not the quality of a New Jersey diner. Oh, okay. Because we're the land of diners. Okay. So So he thinks it's better than a diner? Yes. Okay. Of course And I would, I would agree with him it is better than a diner, but the kind of food you're finding there is diner food. But it's, like, higher quality diner food. Um... So we don't serve alcohol, which makes a big difference in like my checks. My average check is like $30. So that's obviously not very high. And 20% of $30 is $6. So that's a $6 tip. So basically, I work five days a week, sometimes six. But so like a work week for me in my head is Thursday to Monday. And we stay pretty consistent the whole year around. So these numbers that I'm giving are pretty, like, accurate to what I make each week every year. Of course, there's, like, a little lull at some points, and I'll maybe I'll make $100 less. Or usually what happens more often is I'll make more than projected because we get so busy, especially in the summertime. So, like, I'll just go through my schedule this week, and I'll say what I make. So on Thursdays in the summers... I work 11.30 to when we close, which is 8 o'clock. And on Thursdays in the summer, we have outdoor dining, which brings a lot of people to town because the street gets closed down and there's live bands. And that's one of our, like, more busy nights. Thursday lunch is not that busy for us. But on a double like that, I can usually expect to make anywhere from $150 to $200. Fridays... I work the same thing, same double, 11.30 to close. Usually on a Friday, I can anticipate making upwards of $200 or more. There's been times where I've made $250 on a Friday night or more than that. Then I work Saturday, same exact schedule, 11.30 to close. Saturdays are really good for dinner, okay for lunch. I usually make around $200 on a Saturday. Sundays, I work 11 to 4. And we're overstaffed on Sundays. So I usually make around $100 to $150, depending on how busy we are and how many large parties come in. And, like, just, it's basically luck of the draw. Like, if I get a table of 10, that's great. My tip's going to be higher. But 
there's four other people that also want that table of 10. Then my last day of work for the week would be Monday, and I work 11 to 4. Mondays are usually really busy. There's three people on. Today I worked 11 to 3. I made $100. It was a slower Monday, but I can usually count on making like 140 sometimes to $200, especially if it's a holiday Monday. And then like, I usually make around $600 a week. That's a very liberal estimate. I usually make more. That's not including my pay. That's just cash tips. And then I get paid every two weeks. My paycheck is usually around $150. If I take a day off, it's less. But, you know, I Tuesdays were closed. Wednesdays I don't work. Wednesdays one of the slower days of the week. But, yeah, that's pretty much how much I make working there. Again, sometimes the week will be really good. Sometimes a really generous tipper will come in, like, I had a party of 10. Their bill, for a party of 10, their bill was low as shit. Their bill was $200. And they tipped me $100. Again, that's a rare circumstance. And, like, I've worked there for two years, so I know a lot of the customers. And in this specific scenario where they tipped me $100, they paid on card, tipped on cash, so I didn't have to declare it. And they gave me the $100 bill. I have been waiting on them for years. They're my neighbors. They're very nice people. Like, so it really just depends on how good of a waitress you are. I think, I think I have a pretty fun personality when I'm at work. I think people like me. I usually get like, I have two regulars. They come in, their bill's always $30, sometimes less. They always tip 10. Like, it's just, you have to like build up your customer base. There's been weeks there where I've made $1,200 in a week. That obviously doesn't happen very often but it has happened. It just depends on how busy the week is. And usually like, and I do spend money there. I do spend money throughout the week. Like I go out to eat. I do this. I do that. I buy a shirt. Like, but I try to put most of that into savings. And when I know for a fact tour is coming, I don't spend a dime. Another way I save money is I only eat at my job because I get 50% off and our prices are cheap. I can get an entire meal there for $7 and that's sure as fuck what I'm going to do. I can even go there when I'm not working and get the same price. I can eat there three times a day and get 50% off each time and no one's going to stop me. That's what I do. That's how I save my money. And I immediately, when the tickets go on sale, I buy all the tickets immediately. I put out, on the summer tour, I paid $550 for 20 tickets. And on the fall tour, I paid $850 for 32 tickets-ish. That is just like, the reality of it, you have to pay for your tickets. Luckily, the Rex tickets are anywhere from $25 to $30. They're pretty cheap. So that doesn't really break the bank. I don't get VIP. I have no interest in getting VIP. If you want VIP, you're going to have to work a lot harder than I work. And I work pretty fucking hard and so do they. So yeah, that's pretty much how much I make. And I put everything away and I save as much as I can. And I pay for the tickets right away. When I find out how much the hotels are, I think last tour, it was $812 for me for all my hotels. I put that into a separate account immediately and then bought all my flights. And then I knew whatever was left in my bank account was the money I had to spend on food, gas, clothes, whatever else I wanted. That's just my experience, my job. One of you can go next. What, Joss? Tell us. 
So I work in the same exact place as Laurel. The same, like, Laurel and I just worked together this morning. Um, but I work less hours than she does. And I have, like, I have a second job. I'm in the process of getting a better second job that pays more. And they're going to, that would be like a $30 an hour job. That's a lot better. But I work, I work about half as much there as Laurel does. And so I work anywhere from three to four shifts a week. But whenever someone needs coverage, I'm usually the person that like is getting in. So like last, last week I worked six shifts. I would have worked seven, but I only ended up working six. Um, but from like the three that I work every single week, no matter what, I always work Mondays. I always work Thursdays. I always work Sundays. On Mondays, I can make anywhere. I work from ten to three. I can make anywhere from one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars. If it's a slower day, like today, I would have ended up making like a hundred dollars. I ended up making one hundred and thirty. But um, and then Thursdays, Thursday nights are kind of hit or miss. I've had Thursday nights where I've made one hundred and seventy dollars in three hours, and I've also had Thursday nights where I've made ten dollars. But usually it falls around like the $100 range. And that's the same for Sundays, Sunday nights as well. I'll make anywhere from like, I'll make around $100. And then with the second job, that one, I was being paid, I think, $13 an hour. And I would work three days a week. And the paycheck, I don't know, I never got a full paycheck because I took, I take so many days off. But the full paycheck would have been about like $500. But I would take full weekends off, so that's all my hours. Um, but yeah, and I'm in the process right now of getting a job that is $30 an hour, and that'll be what I'll be working at, like, when I'm not at work at my other job. And so that'll help a lot with, like, the budgeting and everything. So I work at a barbecue place. And we have two different sides to the restaurant. We have a full service side and a self service side, and I work both. Um, on the self service side, I'm a shift lead. So basically, at my job, we tip, we pull all of our tips. So no matter what the tip is, I'm sharing it with like a thousand other people because we have a lot of people on the clock at the same time. It's a bigger restaurant, so but like. Our tip pool is like in a pyramid and the shift leads make the most and I'm at the top of that pyramid. It's like little pyramids inside pyramids. So I make a percentage of the tip pool no matter what. So it really just depends on the hours that I get. At the time I had just, so over there I'm a shift lead and then we have our bar side. I had just started bartending in the summer right when I turned 21 and I was only working over there like one to two days a week but like it really just depends day by day like again it's all off of tips like we have our hourly wage which is good in california i know a lot of other a lot of other states take away your hourly wage because of your tips which is kind of weird and strange to me but like no matter what we're making 15.50 an hour so that also helps but right now which is well actually for the fall tour i'll say that because that's what I used to pay so the fall tour I was working two bar shifts a week so I would just save all my cash from the bar and really it depends like it's anywhere from 100 
$100 to $200 a shift, depending on the day that you work. So if you work like a Tuesday, it'll probably be like $80 to $100. But if you work to Saturday, it's going to be like $170 to $200. And again, that's sharing with five other bartenders on the clock. And then it goes into this thing and it's like, this person worked this many hours, so they get this. It's all, it's a whole computer system. I'm sure everyone else who pulls tips understands how it works, but yeah, so I just saved all the cash that I was making, all the cash that I got. I also do deliveries too. So the town that I live in sucks with tipping. I'm going to blast my city for that. They are such bad tippers here. Every other restaurant that is my restaurant, the other locations make bank, dude. Like, And they have so many more people than us. And it's just the people of... Temecula just cannot open their wallets for the life of them. Like, they just don't want to help you out no matter what. Um, But again, it's, you work in the service industry. So how much you make is depends on how much effort you put into your job. If you're not putting effort into your job, you're not going to make it. If you work a retail job, you probably won't be able to make it either. Like, you really have to work. You really, really have to work for those tips. It helps. And also, before tour... I just went around and told people I was going on tour and that, you know, they were just giving me, throwing money at me at that time. They were like, oh, you're going on tour. Here's, I'm going to come back. I want you to tell me all the stories. Here's all this money. That's the only time they ever really truly opened their wallets for me. But yeah, so right now I know I'm going to be rich on the next tour because I'm working, I'm transitioning. At first I was um, a switch between the bar and the cashier line. And I would only go to the bar when they needed help. So, but now I'm moving over because we finally got people and hired people to do my job. The problem is, is that no one can do my job, but I started to tell them like, hey, if they never figure it out, they're never going to get it and I'm leaving. So I'm either going over there or you're not going to see me anymore because know your worth at your job. Know your worth at your job. But also be nice to your job. I'm going to say this. This is a side note. Your managers kiss their fucking ass. Not that I kiss my manager's ass. I love my managers. But like, if you don't love your managers, start loving them. Because there's no way that I would get the time off that I do if you're not if you're not a likable employee or if you don't do a good job. They're not going to give you... You're asking for two months off. Yeah. In what world? That's, that's really important. Like, if your manager... Like, and also another thing about being nice to them is they'll give you good hours if you're a hard worker, if you're nice. Like, it's a huge, huge part of it is you have to be able to feel comfortable enough to go to your manager and be like, hey, I have this opportunity to do this. I have to do it. I need two months. And Exactly. Say, okay. Yeah. And that's basically what I did with my manager. Um, that is also a question we get a lot. How do we get the time off? I mean, I told my manager, as soon as I found out that there was a tour, I'd let my manager know how much time I needed off and well, and when it was. And basically, I just told him, like, look, I'm willing to, like I said, work me like a dog for the next three months. That That's the thing. A lot of people don't want to work these days. That's the problem that I find. And even at my job with the employees that we have. You sound like a boomer. That is so funny that you just said no. that. No, but I but, say it all the time. No, People don't want right. to work. 
you are so right but it's just so funny no i just sound like a boomer like you have to want to work like you can't show up and and your manager's like okay i'm making cuts and your hand is up no you need to say you need to close that restaurant down babe like you cannot get up and leave it's hard it's hard so right before tour go ahead that's the thing at my job too like i work a lot of doubles at my job and people will like people at my job are like how like they'll come in at five and they'll be like how long have you been here and i'll be like oh since 11 and they'll be like oh i don't know how you do it like i would never like, want to no, be I'm here for that long it's, it's like i have a goal just shut up just shut the fuck also up like, hard. I, I like being at my job it helps when you like the people you work with i'd love my even though I, it gets crazy sometimes it's a restaurant yeah. but like i and love the people that i work with to do. yes like, like you're not just sitting at home and it's fast paced like i i don't like when it's slow but even when it's slow like like for example i was working the bar one night a week ago or i was working 12 to 5 in the bar i think it was right the day before father's day and i know that on the cashier line they were going to need help we have like a holiday checklist so i was like okay if the bar doesn't need me to take a 30 i'm gonna take a 30 and i'm going to the cashier side and i'm cutting two people because i i could do the realistically i can do the job of three people on the cashier line you have to be good at your job. You you have to want to do it. You have to want to be there. And right before tour, I was working six days a week. Doubles every day. Was I tired? Yes. But you know what? It made me not want to spend money because I was at work all day. Couldn't spend money. I can eat at my job. It's just like, again, sacrifices that you have to make. Like, it's not hard. But again, you have to be able to make the, like, you have to be willing to change your lifestyle for the months preparing like you can't be at the bar and with your friends all the time you can't go out to eat like all the time said, like like you said like you can do the job of three people like that's another thing you have to want to be good at your job because at my job we usually have two to three servers on usually three john my manager would prefer three and but he knows if i'm there it can be two or it can just be me he knows exactly. that the restaurant he knows that if every table in the restaurant is filled, like my restaurant is small. I have 12 tables and he knows if every single one is filled, I'm not going to be in the weeds. I'm not going to be behind. I'm not going to be stressed. I'm going to exactly. be able to get it done. Like on, on a Saturday, it was pretty slow last Saturday. I don't know what was going on, but I convinced him four people work on a Saturday. I convinced him to cut all three of those people before 1.30 PM, which is unheard of. We got a pop at two. I got eight tables. Some were large tables, and I made fucking bang. I would have made yeah. if people stayed on. I would have made one hundred and twenty dollars. I ended up making two hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah, dude, you have to be willing. You've got to be willing to you do it yourself. And also, what you need to get in the men- it's it's a mental game preparing for tour, work wise. I mean, preparing for tour in general is a mental game, but when it comes to money. When I'm at my work, when I'm at my job and I see five people on the cashier line, I'm thinking all of these people are in my tip pool. They've got to go home. Yeah. I'm so sorry. You got to go. You're taking my money because the longer they're in the tip pool, the more money they make. And I'm not trying to steal dollars. From, I, I love the people that I work with, but like, you're not going to do my job as good as me. You got to go. I can do it myself yeah. and I know it's going to be done right. Not that everyone's doing things wrong, but. I just look at everyone, not as competition, but as like, okay, you're stealing money from me. Like yesterday, it was dead. It it was all of us girls in the bar last night, and 
it was slow and they were like do you need anything else for me no go home i could do it don't worry about it it's slow i'll do it will i struggle for a little bit sure but i'll get i'll find my feeding again and get back to it but yeah i'm excited for next door because now that i'm only working two days on the cashier line now and the whole weekend's in the bar so saturdays we're making two hundred dollars Sundays and Fridays we're making like 150 if it's a good day. It has been slow recently, which is a little weird, but I I'll figure it out when the time comes around, but I'm really excited for next tour, especially when they finally cut me off from the cashier line. Like I'm going to be yeah. smooth sailing, smooth sailing. And like I don't know, it's just like you have to how you said about the mind game, like even if you're at work and you're like, "Damn, this sucks." Like I want to be like, I sit inside all fucking day, and I look at how beautiful it is outside, and I'm like, damn, I want to be at the beach. But no, you have to think about, okay, but if I was at the beach, I wouldn't be making this money. And exactly. think about what I'm going to have to, you have to, you have to think about what you would be doing with the money. Like, you have to put yourself on tour. You have to be like, okay, but when I get to tour, I'm going to be doing this, and I'm going to have two months off, and I'm not even going to have to step foot in a restaurant with an apron exactly. on for two months. Two and months like, straight. It's so nice to know that you have money. Like, you're not... And sometimes we do have to rough it. Sometimes it's like, oh, fuck, we're running out of money. Like, we found... We were down on our luck. We were poor as fuck. And in the Houston airport, we found $200 cash on the ground. Like, that obviously... That was the player of the century. That paid for my tattoo. Yeah. Obviously, you can't count on stuff like that. But, like, it was just so nice to... It was a blessing. Yeah, it really was. And, like, oh, my God. It's just so, like, sometimes, like, m when it comes down to it, my mentality is I'm going on that tour. I don't care what I have to do. If I don't have enough money, I'll figure it out. Yeah. And also, I bargained with my mom before tour. Again, guys, these are, uh, this is, tour is about sacrifices. Before tour, my little sister, before she went to daycare, my mom works from home was just would bug my mom all day i said mom i'll watch worship every day if you pay for every single one of my tickets it was i went to half of the tour so it was like 350 i paid for five shows i think or no more it was more than that i think it was like 400 i paid for five shows my mom paid for the rest or she i paid for the rest of the tickets and then she covered covered my car insurance for those yeah. for two months i was like you get fifth i was like i need 15 more tickets or I need 15 tickets. That's 15 days of a babysitter. I'm just watching yeah. my little sister. I, I, I was making money moves. I was bargaining with people. Like, you've like got to do mom, what you got to do. Before the summer tour, my mom, I was telling her, I was like, damn, like, I'm kind of concerned about my money situation, whatever. And just out of the kindness of her own heart, she called both my grandparents, both my grandmas, and they put together a big basket of, like, gift cards for me so that I could go to, like, Cracker Barrel or McDonald's, or, like, she just put together a bunch of gift cards for me, so I didn't have to, like, worry about that, which was really helpful on that whole journey. Yeah. It's nice. I was like, I get yeah. to hang out, and if those of you know, worship my little angel. She's crazy. <laughs> but my four-year-old sister, she's nuts. But she's, like, my best, she's, like, my little bestie. And I just had to watch her 15 days. To she loves the Rex. Oh my god, guys. Worship. 
loves the Rex. That Rex number one, we yeah, were, truly. We were just talking about this last night. There was a point. I don't know if you were there. It might have just been Laurel and I. I was like showing Laurel, or I was showing worship pictures on your bulletin board, and where you now came on, and worship was like, ah. Yeah, she loved. No, she. Worship's going on tour with us. Yeah, worship's going to be at every California show. That scared that me. That was my bad. I was like, what is she's going She's going to be mad when she finds out. No, she's going to be devastated. I took her to her first rec show. Guys, she was so excited. She was smiling the whole time. She loves she's them. She's so cute. But yeah. So that's how we, I mean, for the most part, I mean, we budget what? Our hotels, travel, food, flights, also clothes, because unfortunately we are the people who have to have a new outfit. I'm so sorry. We're... We try to be woke in that area of life, but I am ordering a new outfit for show. Like, I'm so sorry. I cannot repeat outfit. But also, like, the thing yeah. is, people, like, don't understand. Like, you just have to, like, you have to be cool with it. Like, yeah, you just have to. You, like. The problem is, is I am an outfit repeater, but not on tour. Laurel's nodding her head. She will never repeat an outfit. Laurel's like, no. I am an outfit repeater. No. no. Wait, the other day, I told Laurel to put on an outfit. She was like, I wore this. outfit now. On tour, I cannot wear this to No, on I tour, wore this dress to, to see Olivia O'Brien on all of Okay. Slay. <laughs> I'm just she's, saying. But she's turning but a new I'm page. This is a recent. This is recent. I'm trying to get better. Yeah. I'm recent as in today because the other night I told her, I was like, oh my god, you should wear this. She was like, no, I just posted a picture on instagram no i get that in this two months ago no but i do understand that if you can scroll on my page for like if you scroll my page twice and you see the outfit it can't be worn listen let me let me i need to tell you what she was talking about so we went to the joe p show as we discussed and she was like well why don't you wear that shirt and she pointed at my pink and orange um urban corset and Hold on, i just I want to go on instagram to see the i need the full effect and this is the shirt she wanted me to wear it's literally on my instagram it's four rows down yeah no jazz that's crazy it, the thing is is that it's not if it was like a black t-shirt i'd be like okay who cares not a bright orange and purple top like i was like i was like okay, if you guys, just like position like alpha jazz is an alpha repeater <laughs> she wears the same two pairs of pants every single day every but day. it's not like no and the, no and it, no 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 and let me preface this it's not like a a pair of blue jeans a pair of light wash denim no they're color block red green and blue and looking yellow. at my instagram and then right now, and then denim pants with paint all over only them show up they only show up okay three no. times you don't want to get on your instagram don't take any pictures with us. You only take mirror selfies. Yeah. If you took pictures with us, it'd be... Okay, no. You want to go... We're going to go here. Okay. Jazz, share your screen. Open Instagram right now. I'm not opening Instagram. No, I not am. you. Instagram. Hold on, guys. This is going to be funny. Oh, this is fine. Oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> No, it's not. Hold on. Let me just... Jazz's Instagram. Do I have to be on here? Did it go away? No, no it's, it's still... fine. 
Oh, okay. So color block pants. I, I want everyone to also note how there's barely any pictures with us and a million mirror selfies. No, she hates taking well, pictures. Do you guys us. ever ask me, hey, do you want to take a picture? I, no, you never don't have, always all, like to take a picture. I don't ask Laurel if she wants like, to take a picture. I just go, let's take pictures, and Jazz doesn't get in them. And yeah. then you guys hand me the phone, and then you go, okay, done, and we walk away. No, because so you don't, don't, don't want to get in the Jazz, you have never well, wanted saying, to get in a picture. Every time we've tried to get you in a picture, you've acted like we're putting a gun to your head. No, she's like, oh, I so sometimes you are. Okay, anyways. Color block pants. I don't care if it's a photo dump. It's still on your Instagram. Color block pants. Wait, that's the disposable dump, so open that, because there's probably more. Oh, yeah. True. And she thought she could hide the other plant pants in black and white, but I saw them. Okay, these pants are the the painted smiley face pants. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because we can't see them doesn't mean they're, they're not there. What pants were you wearing here? I have no clue. I don't remember. I honestly do not remember oh, what I wore to Fort Worth. There they are. Color block. This is the same night as the first picture. Still doesn't photos. Matter. You were wearing them there, too. And it's the same night. As the other two pictures. Okay, yeah, but they're still on Instagram. Okay, now this wasn't that night. Okay, so color block. Painted pants. Color block. This Would was the summer, that? so she wasn't wearing the color block. And then she doesn't. She's either archiving pictures or not posting. I feel like I have to open these to really get. Yeah, I feel like you do. I don't think you were wearing those pants here. Oh, painted pants. I lied. I'm a liar. Okay, this is a different outfit. Wait, oh, I, I know you were wearing them with this. You wearing them here. Yeah. Yep. Color block pants. <laughs> she just loves. And the outfits are cute. Yeah, but no the- one, every single time I wear these pants, every single person who comes up to me is like, wear I love these pants. Okay, so but here's the day. problem. No, one person told her that they were cute and she ran with it. Now, oh, no. Right. Every single place we go, no. I get compliments. Once a month, sure. Every Not other month, It's every single no. time I wear no, it. No, I, I don't care if somebody compliments you every two minutes. You wear them every day. Every other day. But you guys are acting like they're ugly. They're not. Yeah, but they're not pants you wear every day. I'm not saying they're ugly. I'm just saying I'm they're- I'm not wearing them every single day. I'm just wearing them with certain outfits. I want to go into my camera roll to see if I have pictures of No, her. you have to go into hers because she you don't have, She doesn't take pictures with us. It's just mirror selfies. But sometimes I feel like I take photos of her. <laughs> just random photos of her? Sometimes, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Color block. <laughs> They're everywhere. We can't escape the color block. Did I put, did we post these pictures? Did it's anyone see it? No, we're just saying that you're repeating in outfits. I'm not repeating outfits. I'm just wearing a pair of pants that matched my shirt that day. Yeah, but you don't need to wear them all the time. If they were like I'm not a regular pair of jeans, if they were like a regular pair of jeans, I'd be like, valid. Well, you stole my regular pair of jeans no, and I they're hiding in your closet. I'm hiding you don't like you. them. Because they're hideous. They're not yeah. ugly. The worst. Those are my jeans. The worst glue pair of skinny jeans 
ever. Ever. I'm sorry. I hate that color skinny jean. But it also the, that color skinny jean doesn't match things. Like it looks, it matched the outfits I was wearing them with. It doesn't it doesn't look good with black. It doesn't look good with white. It doesn't look good with any other color. You could wear them with that color. It just doesn't match. Doesn't match the vibe. No, the the color block pants are cute. It's just not all the time. They're overdone. I'm not wearing them like every single day. I wear them yes, with I the outfit. You don't even know how much you wear them. Uh, yeah, I think you're oblivious you to how much you wear them. Every single day. Them. Like the picture of us when we went to Jazz's job, no one saw me. Doesn't matter if people no saw one you. Posted a picture. It does matter. But they're not, you but they're not a regular pair of jeans. You either wear those pants or you wear the painted jeans. It's those two pants. I can't remember are, the last time I said you in another pair of pants. They're on rotation. It's I'm like time for a new pair. Yeah, we need we need to up your pants game. Well, I like my pants, so oh well. Suffer. No, we do. Suffer. I think I will try. We're not Can't saying you wear, it like, looks bad. Well, you are saying it looks no, bad. I'm not, like, oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying it looks bad. I'm saying change the pants. I'm saying the pants are fine because you know why? No one's seeing me in the outfit. Like, and when I wear the outfits, everyone's like, "Oh my god, I love you." On tour, like, people are seeing you in the outfit. Okay, and every time people see me in the outfit, they're like, "Oh my god, I love your pants." Not every day. Let me outfit. tell you guys this: somebody on tour complimented. It happens every single day. Just because, it happened not because day. they're because they don't see them every day. If they saw you wear those every day, okay. they'd be like, "Change your fucking pants." I and here's the okay, thing. but they don't see me every day. <laughs> okay, but we see you every day. Okay, but the Rex see you every day. The Rex and I would like to make it known that if we want to talk about these pants so much, we can go there, and I no. can I can. Oh, uh, no, there. I'm gonna go there. Let me tell you guys this. Someone on tour complimented Jazz's pants when we were in Arizona. We weren't going to see them until San Diego, which was what? The next day? No, it was the very next day. I'm acting like it was days in between. We, we, were, like, we, did, we weren't going to see them for months. It was 12 hours. The whole chest got ready in the fucking collar box pants the very next day. We said, Jazz, change your pants. They said, no, they said they were nice. They don't want to see you in them again. I didn't, that is not what happened, because I, I didn't even wear that outfit. But you wanted to. I was you gonna. You put them on. That is one of the pictures on my Instagram. You put them on. And then I changed the outfit completely. The craziest thing I did in that scenario was with the squiggly pants. I wore them, I think, a month apart. And I was like, this is too much. Well, I don't see anything wrong with wearing the same outfit if you're not posting it. Like, if the same people who saw you wear it last time aren't going to see you wear it this time, then what's the problem? But they are. They are. There's five, there's six people, seven, eight. There's eight people at least that are going to see you in those pants again. Every day. But, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, oh, well. But there is. There's literally nothing wrong with that. The thing, my thing is. My thing is, on tour, you wear those pants so much, but, like, we're not doing laundry. Like, how many times are you gonna wear that? No, we were do no, because I wore those pants to- I only- in the first half of the tour, I only wore them, like, twice. 
jug in the first and then break we were doing laundry yeah so that doesn't, and then the second half, i just don't think she realizes how much she wears them no I, she I clearly doesn't no, i know how much i wear them i just don't have a problem with repeating an outfit no i'm it's fine not with you repeating world. outfits not color block jeans and not painted jeans if they were a regular pair of pants i would have been like okay i get it yeah i agree but those are statement like, pants that's what we'll call them statement pants yeah i'm not wearing but the like, squiggly pants out every no day like my literally no pants i wear them once out there's no problem with that and my bag is this big it only fits two pairs of pants but we were in the car for most of the time. You could have had more pairs of pants. I did have more pairs of pants. So why didn't you wear them? I did wear them. Oh, you did Yes, I did. I had blue Does, skinny jeans that I, I wore swear, all the time. I promise. While they're if, sitting in Does, I swear. Closet. I promise. I promise <laughs> to God. You did not wear other pants than those ones and the painted ones. If two people are telling you how much you wore those pants, I think we're I know what I wore. We also know what you wore. Guys, remember when she hallucinated the conversation? This this is giving that. We were sleep deprived. We're not hallucinating. Laurel didn't hallucinate in the car. She yeah, just she doesn't realize how much she wore she she wore them a lot, <laughs> and there's no problem with me wearing them. There's literally zero problem. Not with that. statement pants. We're never gonna. There's we're no never problem gonna agree on this. But I'm just saying. Them. So Laurel and Jazz, you guys can talk about what you changed. I know Jazz mentioned it a little bit when she was going through the spreadsheet, but what you changed from summer to fall, and then we can talk about. What we change, what we're changing from fall to next for. So you guys can talk a little bit on that. What was different I that we did the on main the fall tour? I think the main difference between the summer tour and the fall tour was with the summer tour. Once it was planned, it was done. Like, like once we were like, oh, all of our hotels are booked, everything's ready. We know where we're gonna be on what day. We were done. No, I thought you guys added shows. Well, no, like, we added shows, but I mean, like, if we were like, oh, we're staying in the Marriott in Atlanta, we were like, we are staying in the Marriott. Oh, in, I see what you're Atlanta. saying. I see what you're saying. With the fall tour, you guys know better than anyone. I would text you at two in the morning and being like, I just cut $100 off this trip. Yeah. Like, I was constantly, constantly, every single day leading up to leaving Pretty much until until a hotel was no longer able to be canceled for free, I was rebooking. That makes sense. Yeah. Anything else you changed? Like, I don't think there's anything else that we like drastically changed. Nothing like planning wise. No. What are some things that we're including? on this next tour that we didn't do on the fall tour our packing situation which we'll get into on our packing and outfits episode but we're it's going to be revamped our packing situation oh and our hotels so what we did last tour was book now pay later 
and we paid when we got to the hotel, but it's more expensive when you do that. So this mm-hmm. tour, I'm going to like really push it. And I know we've talked about this, but paying before, because when we went to San Francisco, we saved what, $60 on our hotels yeah. by just buying it right away. So again, like you guys saw on the spreadsheet, some of the places we're only staying in for a day. We should be able to do, you know what I mean? We could do a $30 hotel, like send over the money, book it now. That way it's done and out of our expense. And it's cheaper. So the the book now, pay later is really beneficial, but also you save money when you book it right away. So it's just kind of like, a, it's like a game almost of like, what hotels but then we you know you can also do them in order of your spreadsheet of like okay i'm gonna be staying here like i'm gonna be here the suit like sooner than i'm gonna be at this hotel so i'm gonna pay for this one now and get it out the way i think that's gonna be really beneficial and that's gonna save us a lot of money because yeah sure it will save us ten dollars a hotel but in the grand scheme of things we're staying at 30 hotels almost or 30 places and that could potentially be $300. It could be $10. It could be, I mean, we stayed at two hotels when we went to San Francisco, when we did our San Francisco trip and it saved us $60. So that's going to save us a lot of money. Um, I know we've talked about a few other things that we're going to do. I know we're going to get like a gas account. Oh yeah. The gas account, Mm -hmm. which we're all putting money into. Yeah. $400 each. We're each going to put $400 a really good into, idea. A separate, into a separate bank account, 300 to cover gas and 100 to cover tolls each, because on the last tour, all the tolls were, I don't even know how much they were, but I paid a lot and they were all like overdue, past due, like whatever. And so I paid a lot in tolls. I'm still getting tolls in the mail from that. And then just like to have the money for gas out of our bank account. So we're not like thinking we can spend that and then we can't because we need gas that is definitely a big thing that we're changing yeah that's gonna be beneficial because if we don't see it it's gonna be good because laurel came up with the idea to get the gas card or to get a card for not a gas card to get a card for gas open up a bank account for that specifically that way everyone's paying an even amount in gas like if we all put four hundred dollars in there all of that money is being used, and then when we're done, we can split. It's like a little, like a little treat, a little reward. When it's done, we can split the, you know, the rest of what's in the account, and that'll come back to us. But and then I came, I came up with the idea to have a specific amount. We originally said three hundred, but then Laurel was like, "Oh, the tolls." So I came up with the amount that way because it was kind of like, oh, um. How like just send me whatever? I mean, we're still gonna send her like when whatever when we can. But if we put a certain amount, then everyone's responsible for the same amount of stuff because gas is expensive, especially when we're driving. Yeah, and it changes from place to place. Like when it could be, it was like what two something in one state, and then four something in another state, like the price of gas changes and also when we were on tour which is gonna be we're gonna save money here is when we were on tour in the fall that was like at the height of the gas shortage Mm -hmm. or gas whatever the hell they were doing and wherever they were mining for oil but 
so gas was so expensive then. Like when we came to California, it was like almost six dollars a gallon. So yeah. Well, in the I summer when I came to California, it was like nine dollars. Yeah, we spent a lot of money. I spent a lot of money in gas when we did mm-hmm. our Phoenix trip. And then we went to like it was like Charleston, we- South Carolina. It was like two dollars. Yeah. I remember when we went to Phoenix Jazz. I gave you my card at one of the like rest stops, and it was like sixty dollars. It's expensive, and now it's like and then, forty dollars. Like, at Bucky's in Georgia, it was our gas to fill our tank was twenty six dollars. So nice, literally so nice. But yeah, those are the things that we would change, or that we are changing. We you get better at it, and when you first go on tour, it's not going to be easy. Mm-mm. it's definitely like, a learning curve it definitely is and there's a lot of things going on like you have to remember like guys when you go on tour pick people you like don't pick some random like pick people you like because it's yeah. a lot there's you're hungry you're driving all day you're this you're that you're spending all this money and then it's like then you have to deal with these people for and I know some on our Instagram, it may look like it's sunshine and rainbows all the time, but it surely is not. You know, you can't tell from our, with with the exception of like the pictures, you can't tell from like our Virginia Beach post that like we were talking to the cops for two hours that morning. We got into a car accident. Like, yeah, the whole of car Virginia's accidents. fire department was with us. Have a line of credit open. You never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen. And even just like mentally, it's a lot. Like, there's some days where like you're okay and then halfway through the day it's like you're having a rough time and it's just you in your head i know i've had some of those days we all have but yeah anything else Alrighty, guys well thank you so much for listening to this episode of the groupie diaries we hope you enjoyed hope we gave you some good tips to hopefully plan your next tour with whoever you're going to see on tour but yeah next week we're going to be talking about the summer tour or laurel and jaswell i've only went to a few of those shows but we'll have our first guest Allie on love ellie she's now what jazz's emotional for 18 year old she's not 17 anymore 18 year old she's not 17 but yeah Allie's gonna come on Allie and jazz and laurel they're gonna debrief what the summer tour was it was a time and things were so different then. Yeah. And it's so weird. So different and so, you know. But yeah, guys, tune in next week. We'll be talking about, well, this is where we get into like some good stuff. So tune in next week. We can't wait to have you guys listen then. Bye.